0: There's joy in every journey.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hommel Casino.
3: Fun above all else. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Bannon
4: Woods. try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this.
2: With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Steven Woods. (laughs) That was incredible.
5: And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh, it's Ben and Woods.
2: Finally, the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio.
5: On 97.3, the fan. Good morning, everybody. Do the show, bitch. Happy
4: Monday, my friends. Bennett Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Such a pleasure and honor to be back here with you on this fine Monday morning, October 9th, 2023. Let's get our heads right. Easier to get your heads right when your team's not in the playoffs. I'll tell you that right now. It can, it can definitely get your head wrong if your team is underperforming in the playoffs. And uh, we will get into all of the playoff baseball we watched this weekend. Some good games. Some absolute clunkers. Uh, but yeah, listen, it, there's a lot to talk about, a lot, 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 lot to get to today. Some great football over the weekend. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. He's the executive producer, imaging director, YouTube director. Morning, Pauly. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. And uh, we I'll get to Pauly and my Saturday here in a moment. Good to see you this weekend. It is was nice to spend some time together uh on, on Saturday for sure. Ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports
2: anchor, is here as well. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning. And I wanted to thank Paulie. He's added a little uh jack-o'-lantern emojis to he our did. rundown here. That yeah, looks amazing. Gives me a nice little smiley feeling. I don't know if it helps the audience at all, but no, for it did. Me, for me personally. It's meant for you. Not for that. I, I just, just I smiled them. when I saw that. So thank you for remembering the season, Paul, and you getting know, us all festive I, for Halloween. When
1: I put that on there and kind of Octoberfied the rundown, I thought <laughs> Ben's going to like this.
4: I mean, I loved it too. <laughs> I, I don't want, yeah, I think uh, it's just that extra touch.
1: Yeah. It's the extra, just one little. You know, in a couple months, it'll be red and green. <laughs> yeah, that's
4: exactly right. It's just that extra little touch. I look up, and it makes me happy. Two smiling jack o' lanterns,
0: <laughs> one smiling, one kind of
2: evil. Uh, it does it's it's exciting. We actually have decorated the office for Halloween at channel 10. yep and we have this um, there's like this witch it's hanging on the wall. It's a cartoony kind of clownish <laughs> looking witch but it's right behind the water cooler. And it's at a height where I, I swear every day I'm filling my bottle in the water cooler and I feel someone over my shoulder. And I turn around and I jump every single time. And like, oh, I keep forgetting that that's there. It's like someone's hovering over me. And I it's very scary. It's very halloween Well, there's a giant Joe Musgrove life-sized
4: cutout here uh, at the radio station. I come in the side door. Uh, because I go around, I fill up my water container, put my stuff in the fridge every morning. But I walk in like this morning. I was, I was so early. I got here at four again. I was, I couldn't sleep. Not sleeping well. Got here at four. I walked in. It's pitch black. There's no other shows here, and there's the silhouette of Joe Musgrove. And every time I walk
2: in over there, I go, Ah, God, dang it, You got me again. We we have a picture of Bono. Yes, that reflects off the <laughs> the, 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 the windows of the other studios, and especially when it's dark and you walk by, it looks like he's wearing those like red yep. rock star <laughs> glasses, and it looks like someone's peering in from outside the window it's at you. So it's creepy, very
4: creepy, and scary. When you're here at a radio station at 4 a.m., there's not a soul <laughs> here. Like Paulie had to do this for six months when he was here by himself oh. during COVID, and I was just always like, "Ugh, Paulie's in there alone." Like, it's weird, <laughs> terrifying. Well, Paulie, and Paulie, and I were not alone. Uh, on Saturday, we we got to spend a couple of hours together. Now, this is not something we could have promoted. This was we were we were invited by a gentleman um, that was putting on a thank you to the city employees of San Diego. It was a city appreciate city employee appreciation day, and he had reached out to Adam and said, "Hey, is there anybody on your staff that would want to come out and?" You know, hang out or whatever, a couple hours. So they sent it to us, and we said, yeah, sure, we'll do it. And it was originally supposed to be the three of us. Then Ben had the opportunity to go up to uh, UCLA, Washington State. So you went up for that, which is fine. I mean, this was not, a, uh, it was not a paid event. It was not a station event. We couldn't even promote it. Couldn't even tell you guys about it on the weekend because it was for city appreciation. I don't know what he thought would happen though. Like, did he think if we promoted it on the air Friday, Ben, that droves and droves of people that weren't city employees would have been coming up? That wasn't going to be the case. So as I'm driving to the event, it was at Crown Point, uh, Crown Point Park, two hours on Saturday, 11 to 1. So as I'm driving up there, it popped into my head. I go, Oh, I called Paulie. I go, Hey, uh, by the by, we don't, we don't have anything. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, we don't have anything to sign or give away, or like, we don't have like a table skirt that says Ben and Wood. No one's going to know who the F we are. And he's like, oh, I didn't even think of it. I didn't either. It's not like it's a station event where a promotions team comes and they set up a table and you, hey, how you doing, buddy? Good to I'm see you. the guy you. that
1: reached out to us and tell us, hey, bring t-shirts bring, or bring uh, you know, something to give some away. some glossies to sign. It's <laughs> yes, the original thing. He said,
4: I'd love to have you guys come sign autographs and take pictures. And we're like, yeah, sure, we'll do it. So we get down there and now I'm in full-blown panic mode. I'm like, it's going to be me and Paul sitting at a table. People are going to be walking by going, so what are you doing?
2: Who are you guys? Right? So I'm like. It's not like you're talking constantly. They go, "Hey, wait! I know that voice. I know that s- voice,
4: right?" <laughs> uh, so, so Funny we,
2: you should mention that.
4: So, <laughs> so we get there. He gives us our table, and it is a table, and it is blank. And there is nothing. And there is me, and there is Paul. An empty
2: canvas. Just an, an empty, empty
1: canvas. Every canopy near us uh, throughout the whole place had a backdrop. They had a table skirt. Oh, yeah. They, full of candy. Candies. toys, Like, giveaways. giveaways golf know. tea. It was like man. Comic-Con, dude. People were just walking by with, with these bags. giant bags. And just, oh, what do you got? Oh, what do you have? So what me and Paulie,
4: we're sitting there, and I'm like... We're just sitting there. So I... Look... <laughs> I've done with a handwritten sign that says "Ben and well, Woods 973." So, so, so wait, I was getting to that part. So we're sitting there, and for probably twenty minutes, and I and I, I've done, I've probably done five hundred remotes in my life. I've never really had fun at one. I've never really, really enjoyed doing the remote like the remote broadcast is really fun i like those but just going out at a jiffy lube and being like hey how you doing bud yeah no yeah we are we're on the radio yeah radio's still around yeah 97.3 yeah the fm oh you don't have a a radio okay cool like that whole thing (laughs) i've just never liked it so we go and the guy comes by and he's like hey come on man let's uh let's get you guys going like and i'm like what do you what do you mean And he's like, let's go, like, get out front, man, tell people who you are. And I looked at him, I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Absolutely not doing that. Did you, what did you want me to do? Go around the table. Hear ye, hear ye. It's me and Paul from Bed and Woods. It's Woodsy. Come on by. I just was so uncomfortable. The anxiety started kicking out, I started to sweat. So he goes, I got here, hang on. Uh, Let me, do you have a marker? He grabs a marker and he writes. Ben and Woods 973 the fan and slides it into one of those plastic things sleeves, and yeah, sleeves yeah, and now it's holder, now yeah. it's standing on the table. So Paul and I are like, all right. So you see people still walking by going and just they keep walking. So I'm like I'm like looking at my, my watch, I'm like, I hate this, Paulie, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. It's just very uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. You feel you feel like I don't know. You feel like kind of an animal at the zoo, but nobody wants to see you. What are you? (laughs) Which animal is that? We're a bird. We're the birds (laughs) at the the aviary. (laughs) Paulie and I are at the aviary. Yeah, there it is. Look, just sitting. (laughs) If you have the YouTube feed, you see me just sitting there. So I'm like, oh, God, okay. I'm like, looking at my clock, my watch. I'm like, it's. Eleven fifteen, an hour and forty five <laughs> left. I'm so I'm just anxiety ridden, and that's not this guy's fault. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know this that is hundred percent on us. He doesn't know that I'm not super comfortable. So he walks up. He's like, I got to get you on the mic, and I go, No, no, it's cool, dude. It's cool. I'm, I'm good. No, no, we're going to get you on the mic. We could do do a few minutes up there. And I'm like, fine. I'm just good. I just want to sit here. And if people come by, they come by. They had no, a DJ. No. They had a
1: whole area where everybody was standing around. Mayor Todd Gloria Todd was Gloria. giving speeches
4: up there. I mean, I was like, it's fine, dude. And my heart is like racing. And I'm just like, oh, God, <laughs> I should have smoked some weed or something. Or done something. Taken a Xanax or something. So we're sitting there. And then my man keeps coming up to the front, Ben, around the front of the table, going,
5: Hey, Ben and Woods! Ben and Woods!
4: And he's doing like a shimmy. (laughs) It's Ben and Woods, everybody! And I want to dig a hole and crawl into it because I'm so uncomfortable at this point. I'm just like, I'm like, I almost told Polly, hey, this is one of those times you're going to have to wear this when I'm leaving. I'm just going to go. I'm just going. This is one of those times, Okay. This is this is it. This is all you. I gotta go. So, but he. I mean, uh, he's
2: out in front of the table. Going, hey, hey, everybody! It's Ben and Woods. Ben and Woods. And I'm like, if you had left, so Pauly would be sitting in front of us and said, Ben, ben and Woods. Woods. People said, 97- Wait, are you Ben or are you Woods? I'm Paul. I'm Paul. <laughs> <I> See you. <laughs> so, so we we
4: we eat like he's got lunch there. It was really good. Um, and then we he finally got me on the mic. He's like, here, come up and do the mic. They had. Seventy-five speakers, I think, and they were all like they people would get on the mic and they like, We want to recognize the employee of the year. No one could hear, no one was interested. So I was like, hey, <laughs> I'm Woodsy from 973 the fan, home of the San Diego Padres. Obviously, we're not in the playoffs now, but uh you can hear us every morning and blah 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 blah. And I like ran back to the tent. And I got out of there at, at right at one and I just I was like I was like, curse you, Ben Higgins, curse you. <laughs> Curse you forever for I don't, bailing on I don't
2: know that I could have made that any better at all in fact it might have been worse it probably would have been worse actually <laughs> yeah
4: which you would, would have,
2: have made it better yeah, which would have made it better <laughs> but
4: I it was it was actually like so then we actually did get to meet several people did finally come up after a while we met our beloved Mojave 23 yeah we met Rocky um, we met a bunch of uh, a bunch of families that were there that listened every morning so that was really nice to see you guys but just know. I was extremely, extremely uncomfortable the whole time. And I told Polly, I go, I can't do these anymore. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I just I get so uh in my own head about it. And I was like, But it was when we did see people, that was nice. I mean obviously if there were a line of people waiting to meet you, sure, that's a different story. But standing there with you know, like a dill hole waiting for people and people walking by going, What do you guys do? And you're like I'm on the radio, 97.3 The Fan. What's that? What is no, that? Sports. Oh, you play music? I like sports. You play Shaka Khan? Mm-mm. We do sports radio. It's sports. Well, it's sports. Oh, t- tell... One guy goes, tell him all the... To his daughter, he goes, tell them all the sports you like. And I was... I Just want to go home. I just want
1: to go home and get on my couch, I
4: just to be with my family. We're That's watch, it. That's we're tra- be with my we're trying to follow
1: an unbelievable football game between Texas Texas and OU,
4: and OU. <laughs> <laughs> on Pauly's phone. I got baseball playoffs on mine, and I'm just like,
2: I like that sob. Uh, I don't know if a box of keychains really could have saved that. I know. Anyway, so but uh, no, I, I was apologize so that uh, that I I had to give my regrets, and I'll share my story of uh, my Saturday up at the Rose Bowl. At, Very hot Saturday up at the Rose Bowl at some point this morning as well. But uh, let's get rolling here. It is Monday morning, as Wood said. Had a weekend of the baseball playoffs. I thought perhaps we were going to get nothing but sweeps the entire postseason. Thank you to the uh, Minnesota Twins for ensuring at least... One series will go beyond the minimum at this point as we get into the divisional round. Uh, we will talk about the football weekend, pro, college, uh, everything going on, all of our regular features coming up, including Don't Do This, Take On Woods, Daily Ditty is coming up next. My theme this week, I was telling Woods, I, I have the theme. I'm having trouble coming up with the song that can go with the theme. But uh, I picked one. We'll get the week started when we come back. Glad that everyone made it to another Monday. Uh, we'll get through this week together as we always do. It's Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station. Kelly standing by our first check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan.
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. I like. This Should I one. sing is the this, Daily Ditty? Paul's having some uh, some
2: computer
4: issues. Is this the sound of silence? <laughs> <laughs> Cause this is a great, great pick. Our people on the stream, they have no idea. It just sounds like this to them That's every true. day. That's true. To, uh, they don't get their Sorry our, about that. Our musical ben stylings Acapella. of the Daily
2: Ditty. So the theme this week for the Daily Ditty, had you actually heard any music, <laughs> was going to be bands that feature members who are dating or married or divorced. Okay, like so Fleetwood couples. Mac. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac. I is that pick, your choice? No, I was going to pick uh, No Doubt. Oh. Tony and, and Gwen. Gwen, Gwen. Gwen, yeah. Why did I say Gwen? Gwen, Gwen Stefani. Yeah, Gwen. Tony Gwen Tony Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Because you said Tony. I did. Who's the bass player yeah, that's that, why. that she was a uh, longtime couples with.
4: My brother. Well, this is Don't Speak, right? Yes. <laughs> My brother would kill me for saying this on the radio. He thought the name of the song was. Jonesby. Jonesby? Jones I've never been able to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> like Jones, Jonesby. I've never been able to what sing it. What is Jonesby? I thought it was a person. <laughs> Listen. It says don't speak. But yeah, once it's you pretty speak, clear. It's clear. But he was also in like seventh grade. Jonesby. And I caught him singing when I go, what are you talking about? He goes, Jonesby. I'm like, who's, who's Jonesby? It's don't speak. But it's a great song. It but is. It's really one song. of my
1: favorite songs you've ever picked for your Thank
2: movie. you. I appreciate that. But the it's like theme the most is, modern song I think he's, there's, uh, he's there's, a lot, yeah. there's a lot of bands out there that, uh, that coupled up and <laughs> was this? decoupled and just a thing. I just imagine that would be difficult. Being in a I mean, we've got band. down the down the hall, I always think it's interesting, our friends Rob and Joss, yeah. who are married morning show co-hosts.
4: It's, it's I, it's like the seventh, three. I mean, hell. we've talked There's about no how chance.
2: we've talked about how we spend more time together talking together than far more time than we do with our wives. Oh yeah. But if we actually were married, like and had to come in here and do this show and then go home well, together every single day, <laughs> drive in together, drive home together. There's a one- rehash it just over and over and over again. There's a one hundred percent chance <laughs> Hannah and I would drive separate cars to work. There's a one. I mean, like, I'd 100%. You and I would drive separate. If oh, we were yeah. married, yes. You know, it's 2023. It's, it's certainly possible. I would not want to drive in with you. I or wouldn't drive want home to with drive with in in or home with you either. I know that would be environmentally insensitive of us to take two separate vehicles <laughs> from the same house to the. Save I'd rather, workplace hitchhike. In back. I
4: would rather <laughs> hitchhike than driving a car with you to and from work. <laughs> Take the bus. Whatever.
2: Bird scooter, like
4: freezing cold I, It would be bird. miserable.
2: I need that time I after the show it. to decompress. decompress and not be talking with especially, well, no Me. offense, you. Yeah, same. same.
1: You guys should drive to work to and from for a week. For a week. Yeah. Just see what All happens. right. It's a good bit. I mean, you're in a
2: band together, (laughs) and and you get rehearsals, and you're on the road, and the tour bus, and on the airplane, and in the hotels, and then at the concert, pre-stay, you know. So it's not only Rob and Josh. you got Jagger and Christy that have been doing this in
4: this market for 25 years. A couple of the nicest, kindest people you'll ever meet. I love them to death. Um They've been doing it forever and they're, they thrive. They, they absolutely thrive. And, you know, listen, I, not that I, I think Hannah would be a dynamite co host, a phenomenal co host. But the drive in, the drive home, and then like, hey, what do you want to do on the show tomorrow bit? I, I mean, it's, there's just no chance. I just don't know how I would do it.
2: I think she'd be great at it though. She'd be really really good, but I just don't think there'd be any chance. I kind of want to get stories from tier 1s who work with, with their their wives, their wives significant others, husbands, love spouses. I would love that. Just to see how you make it work mm. and like what are the challenges? What are the benefits of it as well? You know, the new
4: thing is it's happened in the last couple of years is because of the pandemic a lot of a lot of companies have said, "Well, we don't really need a giant office building. Everyone's been working from home. You're doing great." So now I've got a buddy. I just had lunch with him last weekend from Dallas. His wife at eight o'clock in the morning says, Love you, love the kids, in her office in their home. He's a sales guy, so he's on the phone all day. He's in the other wing of the house. So they're actually home working together. When I come home from work here, it's called about 11 o'clock or something, and Hannah's in our home office working, she wants nothing to do with me. Like, not even like a, a, a curt hello is about as much as we can muster. And then I just retreat back into the bedroom to you know do what I do,
2: and then from there it's like oh, I'll as see if you. she was at an office somewhere. It, as if you wouldn't you wouldn't go and stop by out. her office right. and say hello. <laughs> on the way Throw my home, feet so. up on yeah. the desk exactly.
4: <laughs> so uh, kudos to you guys if you could make it work. It'd be it'd be tough for us, for but sure. It's a
2: great great yeah. category. Yeah. yeah, if you want to if you want to call us and share your stories, eight three three two eight 973 or you can always tweet us at Ben and Woods or Exus as as the case may be. Uh, we're going to get into uh, the baseball playoffs coming up here, Woodsy. You want to talk about um, the narrative?
4: The new—it's the, the new, new narrative. The
2: new narrative that we get every single year from the
4: slow-starting division winner fans, reporters uh, twisting themselves into a pretzel every single year. It's really interesting to see fan bases, and I won't name names. It's weird to see fan bases. 1,000%, Ben, pantsless, beating their chests about winning the division. And then only a short five days later, weeping in their in their beer about winning the division and the fact that they had to take five days off. And it's so detrimental for our team, and this sucks. We would have been better off losing the division. You see it now. Every single year, and then the national writers like Ken Rosenthal, they start to weigh in on it. And you know what, man? I've got very, very strong opinions about
2: it. Well, I, you know, not not that I'm going to totally push back on you, but we are now sitting here one week, not even a full week into the postseason. There were three, I believe, 100 win teams in baseball this year. Not one of them has won a single game yet in the postseason. They're combined 0 and four the teams that had the best regular season. So, they've also sucks to suck. Number 1 is my is my my retort.
4: But they also have they still have a chance to win their series, right? Obviously, the the series aren't it's not like one and done, right? You've got a shot to win it. Some of these teams would have been so much worse off. Braves being a great example. Without the extra layoff they wouldn't have time to set their rotation. Max Freed was still recovering from an injury. So the Braves, if you're a Braves fan, just play better, man. Just do what you do. The playoffs, though, and this is another fascinating part of the playoffs, it makes people crazy. And by people, I mean people that run baseball teams, managers that manage baseball teams. They go nuts. They start doing things they wouldn't normally do. Brian Snitker changing the lineup against Ranger Suarez the other night a lineup that was just a juggernaut. A a, a complete juggernaut is insane to me. It's truly insane.
2: And and I want to talk about this as well. I think the playoffs are a different animal. And you see teams that change things for the better as well, like the Philadelphia Phillies changed strategies completely for Game 1 of their series, and it worked out beautifully for them. They just seem to be a team that's well-constructed for the postseason, and it's different than the regular season. That's just the way it is. Being successful in the regular season only has a little bit of correlation now to being successful in the postseason in Major League Baseball. You may hate that. You may hate I Top team in the American League faces the top team in the National League in the World Series, and that's it. Yeah, you know, go screw back to 1952. That, Forget that. But that's you know we're in 2023, and people like postseason. It's good for TV. It's good for ratings. It's not going away. It's Good for fans, man. So it's really good. This for is fans. this is part of the game now, and you know Padres tried to play the game and make a team that was well built for the postseason. Except they didn't get there, and that's part of it as well. You got to you got to craft a team that's good enough. To get, get in. into the postseason, but also is well crafted for the postseason once you get there, because if you fail on either count, well, you're not going to win the World Series. So we'll talk about that coming up. Speaking of the pod race, was this the first I mean notable in the fact that we didn't have any giant breaking, horrible, you know, stories. Nothing came out over the last weekend. We got through last week with AJ, Bob Melvin, the stories, our interview on Friday. But since then it's been Really quiet with your San Diego Padres. I I mean, the news has slowed to a crawl, which it does in the offseason and is supposed to, but this has been team drama for so many months, it almost felt like Okay, just ex- exhale for a couple of days on just the nonstop onslaught of Padres news and rumors and behind-the-scenes stories that have just been coming out week after week I after week.
1: setting up the show today. I'm kind of looking around. I'm like, there's really nothing nothing new in nope. Padres. Well, land. I mean, look,
4: when the, the main reporters of the team get essentially called liars, you know, li- a couple of different times, uh, on the radio
2: and in print. I, I don't think that that's what happened. I want to talk about that okay. as well. I, I don't think... I mean, we did the interview with AJ. We heard the Zoom. I know there was a lot of pushback on those articles, but I never once heard AJ say... He didn't say the word liars. Well, Or that anything, or any of those quotes he thought were false or made up or anything like that. When you say, I'm not going to give those a lot of credibility... That's the that's
4: in my opinion the definition of not. I mean, when you you, man, if you say something, I go. I don't give
2: that any credibility. All right. Well, (laughs) if if I say it and you say it, then back to my face. But when an anonymous source says something, you can not doubt that they said it, but you can disagree with their opinion. Someone out there, an anonymous source said, "I don't think Bob and AJ could possibly ever work together." You know, I've seen it, and they it's civil war, and there's no way that this can go on. That's a valid opinion that someone can have. It could also be dead wrong, and a writer can write that fully, I mean, valid. That's a valid story. If someone says that, they write it, but that could be an incorrect opinion that someone had. Maybe they looked, and they saw a couple of bad moments, and they thought, oh, it's probably like this all the time, and there's no way they can work together, and this is awful, but they may have been wrong, and that may have been garbage, quote-unquote. I I don't think the fact that they're still working together proves anything. You don't,
4: I really don't. You don't, do, you don't, God, you don't no. think that that makes a difference? <laughs> no, I, I really don't. I, I don't, I mean, I, I don't, just the fact that they're still like, yeah, we're staying, I, I don't, it doesn't hold a lot of weight for me. Just the fact, it, because again, President of Baseball Ops and General Manager, not a job you're going to walk gracefully into the night for and say, I'm. that's it, I'm done, I can't do this anymore. Same with managing. And Bob feels like he's got a job to finish, still. Again, I will believe it when I see him at spring
2: training. At this point, so I just I don't think it proves anything. The fact that, are hey, you worried that they will both show up at spring training, but what nothing will sure. change? Yeah, absolutely. That would be the worst. Absolutely, that would be the worst possible Absolute, thing.
4: Absolutely, I'm I'm worried about that. Sure, I think you'd be crazy not to. I, I do, and thinking that 24 hours or 48 hours or whatever, um, you know, without as far as we know any real. Other than yeah, you know, this is what went wrong. This is what I can do better. I don't know how much of that happened because nobody will really answer those questions. So uh, I don't think it proves anything wrong. But I think I think even the reporters and the team, I think everyone's tired right now. I know the fans are tired. I'm tired of talking about it, you know. And and I think that that's it was a nice little three day respite of, of not having any Padres news break.
2: All right, I'll guess you. I'm Ben Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet find new roads. It's Grand Old Monday. I'd love to hear the
4: point of I'd love to if somebody is is listening and they're like, no, Woodsy, you're dead wrong about the playoffs. They are <laughs> doing it the wrong way. I'd love to hear your point of view. I'm not gonna be a jerk about it. I'm interested. How do we make the game better? In my opinion, it's pretty great right now. And there's a real easy solution for all of this. It's really, really simple. And you're probably not going to like it if you're an Orioles fan, a Dodgers fan, a Braves fan. You're probably not going to like my solution.
2: All right, we'll get to that next. Jake Mintz will join us from Cespedes Family Barbecue at 8.35 this morning with his thoughts. I bet you I know how he feels right now. I would right I wouldn't now. be surprised yeah. being the uh, the uh, Orioles fan that he is. But we'll find out coming up at 8.35. Don't go anywhere. It's Bennett Woods on San Diego's number 1 sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Got Monday Night Football for you tonight. Packers Raiders from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas here on 97.3. The fan. You can tune in tonight and of course tune in every week Friday, 6 p.m. for kickoff with Boomer and Valente. Boomer Asias and Mike Valente previewing all the NFL games each week presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. I was, uh, I was actually pretty excited for the Sunday night game last night, and it uh, yeah, was that, not a very good game. It was
4: yet. if you took the San Francisco 49ers minus three and a half. It was a, maybe the best game that you've ever
2: watched <laughs> in, in your life. It was the some of the easiest money, seemingly, of the weekend. Just quickly, if I had to pin you down and you had to name the NFL's final four at this moment, is there any way that any one of us comes up with a different four or are we all coming up with the same four? In the Let's NFC, it's the it's the 49ers 49ers and Eagles, Eagles yeah. And in the AFC, it's the Dolphins, it's Chiefs and, and, Chiefs and, Dolphins Chiefs and Dolphins, right? Yeah. I mean, I I'd say the Dolphins are the least secure of those. God, four. they're scary
3: as hell. But though, they look man. pretty good.
2: And you get the Bills. I mean, but they lost obviously yesterday. Um, oh, but they they, they could be dangerous at some point. I mean, maybe the Bengals figure it out with Joe Burrow. They, they looked, played better yesterday. They really good yesterday. You, you wonder how, I mean, obviously Burrow has, has, had not been healthy for a while. As he gets healthier, I expect that team to get better. But right now, I mean, it seems pretty clear through the first five weeks who the five best or the four best teams in the NFL have been so far. It's rarely as clear-cut as it's been. But the 49ers look incredible.
1: There's a lot of... Bad play yesterday.
2: Yeah. A lot of
1: sloppy, bad play yesterday.
2: Dude, 100%. I mean, it, you know,
4: look at the Ravens. But the games were not good. Look at the – no. I was so uh, – I've been really into the NFL until this weekend because you had a lot of great college matchups. Some did not go so well for my, myself and others. Uh, but the, the college matchups were really, really good and some good games there. Uh, and then, of course, Major League Baseball playoffs. NFL actually got shifted to the, the third seat for me. Um, this weekend yeah, because I was MLB so... MLB didn't start
1: until one. Yeah, so you got the whole morning slate. Got the
4: morning slate. Uh, but the, the MLB playoffs, I mean, I just I can't get enough of them. And, and I think my favorite, there's so many things about it I want to talk about today.
2: All right, let's get into kind of the narrative from Narratives. the first week of the MLB playoffs. We'll talk more about that after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. All right, so... The first, I mean, you, you love the baseball playoffs. Honestly, I didn't think the games were terrific in the start of the division round. There was, uh, the close one on Saturday between the Rangers and the Orioles, three to two came down to the ninth inning. The rest of them were not particularly competitive. The other five games I'd say that happened this weekend were.
1: Twins fair- made it interesting. On Saturday, yeah, the, and then the, Jordan Alvarez. You had Rangers yeah, Orioles was that's
4: a true. W- one run game. You had Twins. Uh, you know, yeah, like Paulie said, making it a two run game. Phillies Braves game. I know it was three nothing, but it, that game was electric. It beyond electric. Diamondbacks Dodgers. We'll get into. Uh, Certainly. And then yesterday's, yeah, a bit of a laugher yesterday. I I know the Orioles kind of tried to make it close there at the end. 11-8, Rangers win.
2: It was a six-run game going into the ninth. Yeah,
4: going into the ninth. Uh, And then the Twins just bodied, bodied the Astros last night, 6-2. That game didn't really feel... Uh, that close for the Astros, but what I want to talk about is this. This is now the second year in a row it's happened, and these guys just have these articles queued up. I well, it's think the
2: second year that we've had the full twelve-team best of three wild card series playoff format for sure,
4: and it's the, the you copy and paste the same article that you posted last year. How it's so unfair! It's so unfair, Ben, for these top seeds that that get this this respite, this 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 time off to reset, get healthy, get right. And mostly it's only the fans of those teams, and of course some national reporters and I think national reporters have their bias as well certainly it's not that's not wrong i I don't think um but talking about how this is just unfair for those guys. they had to sit and wait and it's not it's not how baseball is played. You play one hundred and sixty two games and blah blah blah, and you need to keep it rolling and i I've seen you know a couple of different solutions to it. One guy in the chat, and I, I think they talked about this last year. If they said to a team that won the division, okay, you have the option. You can play in the first round or rest. They're all taking rest. Every single one of them is going to choose the we will rest up and take our grounders and take our BP and let the chips fall where they may. We've got an insane lineup that won 100-plus games in some cases. The Braves, perfect example. I just mentioned it. They needed that rest. They had to have it. Max Fried had to get healthy so that he could make his starts. Um, You get to set your rotation. Do you want a
1: player? Do you want four, five, six days off to rest, the body, get your rotation in order? Get your head right.
4: (laughs) Yeah, 100%. And so I think they'd all choose rest. You can't laud these teams for being so dominant in the regular season. And then when the postseason gets here and they drop the first game, you can't then say, well, this is an unfair unfair system. (laughs) This is unfair. It's absolutely fair. It's 100% fair. You're playing "quote unquote" lesser opponents that had to go out and play games. Had to use those bullets in their bullpen. Ben, what does Eno Serres tell us? With every pitch a reliever throws, he gets infinitely, he gets worse. Every time he throws a pitch, he becomes less effective. You get film on him. You get you see how he's pitching guys. It's such an advantage to have five days off. No problem for the Astros. They won the World Series with it last year. They got a bye. They ran through. I think they lost two times in the postseason last year. Give me a small break. And I will tell you this, and if it ever happens, I hope it does to the San Diego Padres. If we were in here today and we had won 100 games and won the division, Ben, and we went out in round one, in round two, I guess, technically, because we got the bye, and if we got bodied by somebody, you know what I would be in here saying? I swear on my children. What what was what happened? Bob, what's going on? Why weren't these guys ready to play? Why did you jigger with the lineup? Why did you why did why did we not why did we come out flat? And if somebody had said, well, we had the layoff, I would have said, Thank God for the layoff. We all were excited when we won the division. It's embarrassing. And they should stop. Ken Rosenthal should be embarrassed. Dodger fans should be embarrassed. Orioles fans should be embarrassed. I, don't, Braves fans should be embarrassed.
2: I don't really think that the layoff is the is the reason why we sometimes see teams come out "quote unquote" flat when they had the buy in the first round. I, I actually think it's the other way around. The one thing you always guarantee when you get a buy in the first round is that your next opponent, whoever it's going to be just won a playoff series. So they have beaten another really good team, probably played well, had some big moments, gained a lot of confidence by winning that series, and are coming into your series, by definition, with a lot of momentum and confidence. It doesn't mean that you can't beat a team like that, but you are always going to face a, a winning team. But that's what playoffs are. As you advance further in the playoffs, you face teams that are increasingly more and more hot because they've won one playoff series. Now you're playing a team that won two playoff series. You know, Padres played the Phillies that were red hot. They played the Padres, who were red hot. And then you put those teams who are both clicking together on the field, it it makes for great theater. You get to the World Series, you face a team that probably just won three series against a, a similar team as well. That's the, that's the beauty of the postseason, but you are facing a team that is really, really good. You don't get a chance to face... When you have a bye, you don't get a chance to face the team that limped in and then gets bodied in two games and they're out. Someone else gets to take care of those guys for you, and you just wait. And sometimes that can be a disadvantage. I'm not, I'm not disputing that that is part of the equation here, but I also think the advantages of the rest far outweigh the disadvantages. Um,
4: well, don't forget, and this happened last year with the Dodgers after they remember. Remember this. After their long layoff, they won the first game against the San Diego Padres. They won it. So that negates all of your this is bad for baseball. You went out and got your ass kicked the next three nights by the San Diego Padres. And that's just, you You should just tip your cap and say, well, they played better than us and they got us and we won 111 games. They actually won 112 games because they won the first effing game of the season. And then they lost again. And now you want to change up how it's done? I don't even know how you would change up. Now, if you want to make the case for reseeding and all that, okay, fine. That that's a whole different ball game. But this is fantastic. It's fantastic. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Padres fan. I'm telling you on my on my word, you can write this day down and remember it. Paulie, saved the audio. If the same thing happened to the Padres, I would be in here this morning saying, We blew it. We absolutely blew it, and now we're behind the eight ball, and you guys took this opponent lightly, and you didn't prepare, whatever it may be. You know, I I would be roasting Bob. I would be roasting AJ. I'd be roasting Manny or Xander or Soto or anybody else that did not come ready to play after you went out and dominated and won the West, I
2: do think there's something about you know if there's a team that's really clicking offensively at the end of the season that if they, they, all,
4: they you always say that if if they sh- always say that if I mean they, they though, shut like. down
2: for a few days that you can get you can get a little bit out of rhythm but there's no guarantee over 162 there's no guarantee that even the teams that win the division are all clicking offensively no. at the end of the season. The freaking and, Rangers were like a lost puppy for six weeks uh, and, at one point. And then when it comes to pitching, that that's on you. You can choose to give guys rest at the end of the season or you can choose if you want to keep guys on their regular you know, rest. You could have pitched Clayton Kershaw you know, six, seven innings on Saturday or Sunday last week. He'd essentially be going on normal rest a day extra. There would be no reason to blame too long of a layoff for poor pitching. Maybe poor hitting and timing can sort of get out of whack in a, in a four or five day break. I and mean, we see that the All-Star break team goes in hot, kind of loses it over the All-Star break. No one ever says, I wish we could just give up our All-Star break. I mean, I've heard it once or twice for a team that's absolutely on on fire. fire, But for the most part, they're all happy to get that All-Star break, just as playoff teams with a bye are happy to get those extra four or five days at the end of the season to rest. But you know, when it comes to pitching, that's that's on you how you want to set up your rotation at the end of the regular season going into the playoffs. Just and I didn't hear Clayton Kershaw blame no. too much rest or anything. It was no, it's just no. bad.
4: It's just terrible. I mean, you know, the the simple answer is just play better. I mean, and if you're the Atlanta Braves tinkering with things, um you have to all you have to also realize who your opponent is. And and with the Phillies, if you're the Braves, you're like, that's not the team you wanted to play, and I get that. But you are a, you are like the best offense that was ever created on on not even on paper in Major League Baseball history. You don't mess with that lineup. You don't. I don't know what Snicker was doing, and he said, "Well, it didn't really have any effect on him." Man, okay, you know, it, when guys are used to hitting in a certain spot, they're used to it, and their numbers dictate you know where they're better off hitting. When he when he moved. Riley and Albies and everything else and I understand wanting to play the matchups but Albies is a switch hitter like you, there was no there was no reason for Brian Snicker to get any semblance of cute if you want to call that in the playoffs
2: one of the huge advantages though for the Phillies is playoff baseball is different in the regular season you face a team in like in a four game series you're not going to be able to use your best relievers every single game of that series. You're going to, you're going to have to rest them at least one, if not two of the days of the series. So you're going to have to go with some of your lower leverage arms. The way that the NLDS is set up in particular with the Phillies getting two days off before the start. And then one game on Saturday, and then they got
4: two off because they handled business. That's
2: true. It would have been only one if they had if they had gone to three. But then having another day off yesterday, so huge, which really freed up Rob Thompson after using his top two starters to go with what is a a devastatingly nasty bullpen, and just go. We are going to unload our bullpen of just rocket throwing arms of guys with nasty stuff and i would venture that the Braves or any other team going to have a tough time if if you're facing Phillies relievers who are on their game name a team in history that's going to just you know put up a bunch of runs against that squad now you know, now if it had been a normal series where now there's a game on Sunday and, you know, there's no off days, you'd say, all right, well, now, now can we'll come back and take the next two because you just burned all your greatest arms and we have the advantage going forward. But that's not really the case because now they all get a day off to rest. Braves will come back, but the Phillies can bring back most, if not all of those guys if they need them. In game two, and they're going to be getting their best starters in Wheeler and Nola coming back for that series. So it's set up extremely well for Philadelphia in this case.
4: It is, but it's also set up extremely well for Atlanta because everybody gets an extra day's rest for them as well. Um, They were a really, really good team that won 100-plus games, the best offense in baseball. Like, If that's not enough of, of an advantage for you, I don't know what to tell you. Like what's what should we do then? But just the, give the, play, the
2: the playoffs now, and people are you know experts have been talking about this. I think Eno mentioned it. The best bullpens have a huge advantage in the postseason. They have a little, they have some advantage in the regular season, but not anywhere near the advantage they have in the postseason. And the Phillies have put together one that just got better with the addition of Orion Kirkering. It was already great. Now it's even better. It makes it so daunting to beat one of those teams. Even if you get a couple of runs off a starter, you go, but are we going to score any more at any point against these guys God, that they that keep just, throwing out at us?
4: Isn't that just the beauty of this game? I mean, that that a, 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 an 85-win team can knock off a jugger, or however however many Phillies won. It's not like they were a bad team that limped in. You know They were in the World Series last year. So, um, man, it's, it's fascinating to me. And the, the pretzels that people are twisting themselves into when simply the answer is just play better, play up, to your, play up to your standards, and you'll be okay. All
2: right. You got some thoughts? 833 288 We got Don't Do This, or take on what's coming up next. Then Don't Do This
3: here on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?